Welcome everyone to the Wild Will Throwdown episode number six. My name is of course Wild Will Greenwell, your host and wow, we have a great show for you guys today like always. Now of course I have to be a little bit biased. Uh, we love short track racing. We honestly hope you guys enjoy this. We, we're trying to make it bigger and better. It's crazy that we're already on episode number six. But now today we look at some of the past results around the area from this previous weekend. Have our very special guests. And yes, I said guest. It is plural. We have two of the most influential and most successful women racers in short track racing in the area with us today. And then we will preview a little bit of the upcoming schedule for the last weekend in April. And I cannot believe I'm saying that already. It's hard to believe we are rolling in 2022. Now, of course, May being a big, huge month of racing for short tracks in the area. And there's a lot to get to in the upcoming weeks, that's for sure. Of course, I took a little bit of a vacation this past weekend down in beautiful Tampa, Florida. Felt good to relax, but I missed the racing in this area, that's for sure. Now, of course, there's a lot of great short tracks in that Tampa area, including East Bay and Showtime, but uh, definitely missed our Midwest tracks, that's for sure. So now it's time to hit the ground running on this 27th day of April, 2022. Now let's take a look at some of the results from this past weekend of racing. We'll kick things off at the Florence Speedway in Walton, Kentucky this past Saturday night. It was dollar days at the famed track. It was also the first time the Crown Vicks took on Florence Speedway. This is no surprise. He is a veteran dirt racer of the Crown Vicks. That is Michael Cramner. He picked up your inaugural win at Florence Speedway in the Crown Vicks. Philip Boudreaux finished second. Chris Workman, the working man, finished third, and that was your top three. They also had the legend cars with them that night as well. Adam Hudson won that one. Kevin McCoy picked up the win in the Hornets. Eric Shepard Jr. picked up the win in the Sport Mods. Trent Green picked up the win in the crate mo- late model. And modified winner was Daniel Daner. So congratulations to all those winners at Florence Speedway. The Brownstown Speedway was in action this Saturday, past Saturday night. Jarrett Bailey won the Slicker Graphics Super Late Model event. Tyler Collins picked up the Pro Late Model event. The U.S. Air Force Modifieds was won by Jordan Weaver. The Peter Hall Superstocks was won by J.T. Huffman. And the Cane Street Service Hornets was picked up by veteran driver Michael Brewer. The Anderson Speedway up in Anderson, Indiana was in action this past Saturday night as well. The winner of the late models was Jim Crabtree. The Thunder Car 100 went to James Kirby. The front wheel drives went to Tara Wilhoyt. And the Legends also competed up there was picked up by John Robbins. Our friends Kevin Garrigus and the gang over at the Indianapolis Speedrome had a huge card of racing this past Saturday. To be honest, it's one of the biggest cards I've seen in a while there with all the highlighted divisions. The late model figure eight 75 lapper went to Ben Tunney. The street stock feature won by Kevin Smith. The front wheel drive 116 lap crazy car memorial went to John Elkins Jr. The Ford Oval went to Josh Gar. The Ford figure eight went to Matt Whitty. And the Soapy Joe's late models, of course, many late models, went to Danny Adams. And, of course, those cars do compete on the figure eight as well. And that was picked up by E.J. Neat. Time to hit the dirt again as Paragon Speedway was in action this past Saturday night. Tim Keithley and the gang up there. David Hurst picked up the bomber feature. Jamie Lomax picked up the modified feature. Alex Wilson picked up the Hornet feature. Anthony Hilton picked up the Still Block Sprint feature. Brad Cummings won the Superstock feature. And Jake Swanson won the special add-on 410 Sprint feature. 
Now we head east to the Richmond Raceway in Richmond, Kentucky. Had their opening 56 years there celebrating. Congratulations to all of the staff there. Dennis Robertson won the UMP Modifieds feature. The Superstocks feature went to Kobe Taylor. The Sonic Pro late models went to veteran driver and veteran super late model driver Dustin Linville. And the Hornets was won by Clint Cox. A little bit south of there, Lake Cumberland Speedway saw a great night of racing. David Marler in the 57 won the Hobby Stock feature. Neil's Core Supply Front Wheel Drive's mini stocks went to Dustin Duncan. The Open Wheel Modifieds feature went to Ben Petrie. The Schuyler Marler, of course, picked up the win of the Pro Late Model, so no surprise there with Schuyler Marler behind the wheel. Now our friends back on the asphalt up in Ohio, Lorraine Raceway Park up in Lorraine, Ohio. They saw Jeremy Higgins take home the street stock feature. Cody Gologly picked up the must-see racing sprint car feature, and those are fun to watch. Rick Elkins clinched the modified win. The Ace Racing League went to Matt Weedland. Don Baron won the Pure Stocks feature, and Dylan Watson won the Chargers feature. Great to see all the stands packed there in Lorraine Raceway Park. Randy Maggio and the family doing great things to that facility. Now, of course, down here at Salem Speedway, of course, my home now, had a huge weekend of racing with the Championship Racing Association weekend with the Great American Stocks. Of course, that was not CRA sanctioned. The CRA Pro Late Models and CRA Super Series Late Models presented by Jegs. The Jegs All-Star Late Models went to Casey Roderick in the 14 machine. Now, look at this. The ARCA CRA Late Model victory went to, again, Casey Roderick. He doubled down this past weekend. And, of course... If you've all seen the news this past Monday, you've seen the press release. The Great American Stocks Midwest 50 went to, of course, Jeff Stith now after a DQ for the 44 team of Chuck Barnes Jr. The World of Outlaws Case Construction Late Models went into action again up at Atomic Speedway in Chillicothe, Ohio. On Friday, Tyler Erb picked up the win, and then on Saturday, Bishop Brandon Shepard picked up the win now of course big news coming out of that stable brandon shepherd is chasing the lucas oil late model dirt car series points championship this season after many championships with the case construction world of outlaws big time for the xr super series they were at all tech speedway about two hours from me up the road from tampa florida they had a big fifty thousand to win event but that Friday before, $25,000 to win event, we're seeing the XR Super Series put on a great pay for these drivers. T-Mac, Tim McCready, good to see him back in victory lane. He picked up Friday's program and was $25,000 richer. And then Saturday, the big money chaser this year, Superman Jonathan Davenport, picked up the win. And now he has fifty more grand in his pocket. So that's going to conclude a little bit of preview from the results from this past weekend. Now, coming up next, she is a multiple-time champion at the Sports Drum Speedway, defending Race 8 Pro front-wheel drive oval champion, defending affordable Ford oval champion. That will be Miss Jamie Beerman-Harbin in the number 67 Joe Beerman-owned ride. And, of course, the 2021 Affordable Ford Powder Puff champion who also was behind the wheel of a Joe Beerman-owned race car. That is the 167 of Miranda Basham. And that's coming up next. Welcome, everyone, back to the Wild Will Throwdown presented by Dirt 2 Media. Have two special guests with us today. One I consider a great friend and competitor. The other a great friend as well. Two of the most successful women racers in the area. This is Jamie Beerman Harbin, driver of the number 67. And, of course, the 2021 Sports Drum Speedway Powder Puff Champion, Miranda Basham. Ladies, thank you for being here. And uh, how are you all? 
Good. How are you, Will? Thanks for having us and uh, making the, the trip out here to the shop to to record this show. Hey, Will. Thank you for having me tonight. Um, really looking forward to talking to you tonight. All right, guys. So let's jump into it. Miranda, let's start with you. Uh, let's just talk about how you got into racing. The Basham family has a rich racing history, of course. So let's talk a little bit about um, how you got into the racing industry. Yeah, um, we have always done racing. Um, I think my grandpa started racing when he was a young kid, and it's just kind of led to more things, um, especially um, my grandpa used to race in Salem. He used to do goodies dashes. My dad used to race dirt a lot. That was his specialty, I think, um, for a long time. Um, I believe that I went to my first race when I was probably a month old. I went to the Indy 500. Um, that's what my dad always says anyway. So, uh, yeah, and then usually, or not usually, um, about when I was 10 years old, I started racing go-karts at the sports drum. Um, I raced against my cousins, Ronnie Basham and Chris Morrison. And they, you know, always beat me, of course, but um, I don't know if they could now. Um, and then I just moved up from there. I moved up to a front wheel drive. Um, I raced dirt. That's where, you know, I really learned how to drive a car. That's what I like the most, I think. Um, asphalt was a big change for me, especially going into the turn. I would burp the throttle every single time and it would upset the car so and then um joe actually offered me a ride in the 67 car um two years ago and i raced probably the end of the season and got my feet wet on asphalt since you know racing go-karts when i was a kid so then i just kind of was able to stick with that ride. I guess I didn't tear it up too bad and I was winning some races. So I guess he didn't think it was too, too bad. So that's really it. Um, the rest is kind of history, Basham name. It's always been a Basham thing since I can remember everybody. My grandpa raced Arca for a really long time. Um, my dad raced Arca. My uncle Jason raced Arca. Um, my uncle Dugan used to race at Salem, like everybody, like, I don't think there hasn't been a Basham that hasn't at least pressed a gas pedal in a race car at some point. So, yeah, that's really that's really it. That's very interesting. I didn't know all of that and didn't know uh, that he raced ARCA as well. So that's pretty cool. Now, Jamie, let's talk about uh, your history in racing before we get into your, your respected divisions. Uh, I know your father has had a great career at racing as well. So just talk about your childhood and, of course, your father competing as well. Yeah, growing up, I always wanted to be in a race car, but Dad was uh, pretty timid and wouldn't let me, wouldn't let me dabble in anything. I begged him and begged him to run a go kart, and at the time, the cage carts weren't really a, a thing back then, so he he never would let me in anything without a cage. So I had to wait really till, I mean, I think I was 14 or 15. I didn't have my license really, and uh, finally got my feet wet in a front wheel drive and. Uh, had a great teacher and still do today and uh, just kind of went up from there. Uh, went from a front wheel drive to a dromer um, and then kind of the Ford came about with Ford division and the sportsmen kind of all at the same time and the dromers uh, went away uh, as much as I hate to see that class class go. That was one of my favorite classes uh, growing up or just 
being able to watch them too and then also um, racing them here a few years ago. Um, so really just kind of went up through the ladder. Um, like I said, dad, he was a big racer back in the day, had a few championships and raced at Sportstrom and Charlestown. Um, Louisville Motor Speedway, as much as he did not like that, that track at all, from what I hear, um, his favorite was Charlestown. And um, I think I've, I went to just about every single one of them. Dad said he, uh, he remembers me with my little fingers uh, holding onto the fence at Louisville Motor Speedway back in the pits. So um, been around it all my life, really. Um, none of my other siblings took interest in it at all. I was really the only one for the most part. And uh, just really grateful for him for uh, teaching me and allowing me to be in a car and just kind of being patient with me throughout the years. So now let's go back to you, Miranda. What was it like last season jumping in that 167 ride? And what do you contribute to your success? Because obviously you're the defending 2021 Powderpuff champion. So uh, how was that uh, jumping in that ride and being so dominant? Yeah, it was exciting. Um, I have never really had, even though I raced um, when I was younger, I never really had anyone truly put their faith into me racing anything other than a front wheel drive so I know it sounds crazy driving a Ford but they are extremely different especially going from dirt to asphalt um that was a total um change I can't I I didn't know how I was going to do it I didn't know if it would be the same and I just kind of I rode with Kirkie in the um, car the two-seater car at Sportstrom and I told him to show me how hard you drive it into the turn. And this was before I had committed to racing for Joe last year. And I, I was, I was scared. <laughs> I didn't know what he was going to do. I didn't know if he was going to run it in there like really hard or what he was going to do, but he drove it in there and I was like, okay, I guess this is what I need to do. And, um, I didn't have, I didn't plan on racing last year at all. And multiple people had asked me and I had told them no, that I wasn't going to race. And then Joe asked me sitting on Jamie's couch was like, so you want to come race for me this year or what? So I did. And I guess the rest is kind of history. I think I owe most of my success to just my dad and him sitting down and having a hot wheel and showing me how to race on the table. He didn't, you know, always being there, being my biggest supporter. Um, Going back and watching tapes, um, you know, always being told to, you know, drive it in there hard, don't be scared, you can do it. And, And then having Joe put his complete faith in me and just told me to go out there and race it and give it all I had, so. Um, when I got out of the first race, uh, when I got out of my Ford out of the first race, uh, Cricky asked me, he said, so what'd you learn in that ride along? And I was just like, I guess I learned how to, how to stick it in there. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was, it was just a cool experience last year, getting to race against all those girls and getting to like, just win and truly feel like grateful and confident in something that I've done my whole life. And it was just, it was just great. It was a great time. 
That's awesome. Yeah, you definitely uh, put a whooping on the competition last year. Now, Jamie, you're a multiple-time champion at the Sports Drum Speedway, of course. Talk about your championships that you had currently. Um, right now, I know you came off of the Race 8 2021 season championship. Uh, you kicked off this year pretty good. So talk about the championships that you have currently. Yeah, we uh, we always felt like we were pretty strong in a front-wheel drive. Um but never strong enough to win a championship. When I first first started out, I think we were had a second and third place a couple times, a top five, um, and then the front wheel drive almost went away there for a couple years when we got involved in the other other big cars. So I just feel like we always just came up short in in a front wheel drive championship. Championship, and uh, I was really glad to to be able to finally clinch one of those last year and. Um, I hope that we have some good luck this year to be able to, to go back-to-back back in that. Um, and then my, my first championship came in a, in a Dromer. Um, and it's funny, I told Dad that year, I said, I just all I wanted to do was win a race. And uh, we ended up winning the 50-lapper that year. And then somehow luck was on our side championship night in 2016, and we, we won that, that as well. So um, I think I went 2016, 2018, and 2019 in a Dromer. Um, along with a couple four championships, um, which is a funny story too, because Dad was down at uh, Danny Wheeler's shop here a few years ago, asking if we were gonna. He said, "Are you gonna get Jamie a Ford?" And Dad said, "No, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna get her one. You know, we got so much else going on." And and he said, "I, I got one here for her. You know, you just need to come down and get it." So here here we are now. I mean, four years later, or starting four years later. Um, for really a division we never thought we were going to run and uh, been fairly successful in that and just really, really glad he kind of pushed dad to uh, to get me in a ride because I don't know if we would we would be doing that that now. So really, really grateful for him and all, you know, everything he, he does for me. And um, just a really solid year last year. I thought we had the most wins in a Ford I think I had five wins last year, and that's the most I've ever had in a season with a Ford. Um, very close battle with, with me and Derek Smith and the Shelton ride. So he put up a great fight all year. Um, we were we were back and forth along with a lot of the other guys that were just, I mean, in contention, I feel like, all year. And I feel like it'll be the same this year. It'll come down to championship night and just who – who's uh who's there at the end and who has just a smidge more luck than than what the other one does because I mean all we're all out there fighting for a championship and racing hard every weekend and each of us deserve it just as much as the other one does so um hopefully we'll we'll have some luck here at the end of the year with the front wheel drive and the forward and um been solid in in the front wheel drive so far this year really happy with it and um have been fairly fairly consistent with the forward also and just um hoping for for consistency because that's what wins championships i mean it's great winning races i love winning races but you can't dad always tells me every week you can't win a championship sitting in the infield with a flat tire so just uh really really uh, hope that our luck will luck will be on our side this year and uh, looking forward to to a great year that's awesome. So, Miranda, now talk about what you're doing now. Um, after that dominating performance last season, um, of course, you obviously have nothing else to prove. You you won the championship, multiple wins. I know you have a daughter. I know you're in school. So, talk a little bit about what you're doing now. Yeah, well, um, I am going to school right now. I've decided to go back at, you know, the age that I am to go back and get my nursing degree. 
Um, it's something that I've kind of put off forever. Uh, I've been to school multiple times, just couldn't figure out if I wanted to do um, dental hygiene or nursing, and I've I've done both. So I uh, I think I'm going to stick with nursing this time, um, even though I currently work in an orthodontist office. So I still love teeth. It's I think my first my first passion, which was kind of cool. Um, but I think the nursing field is really drawing me in. Um, yeah, Maddie, she's she keeps me pretty busy too. We um we have two big dogs that keep us busy. <laughs> we uh yeah, there's not a whole lot other than that. Um I go to the races and watch Jamie race, you know, every try to be there every weekend and support my girl so I can, you know, I like to watch the other girls and see how they do in the in the powder puff division. Um other than that, we don't really, we aren't doing a whole lot, just hanging out, and we'll see what summer brings. Hopefully, uh, maybe you'll see me back on the track in summertime. Maybe that's a little teaser. We're excited. Hopefully, we'll see you back out there this year at Sports Trump Speedway. Now, Jamie, a question that I get asked a lot about the drivers and working alongside them at each track I go is in particular, how do you switch between three divisions? I, I know there's some nights that you do a triple threat. I call it the front wheel drive uh, from race eight, the f- affordable Ford oval, and of course the Sportsman presented by ICA Dumpster. How is it switching three different cars with three different totally driving styles? Yeah, I mean it's a uh, it's exhausting or it's a, it's a lot sometimes uh, bouncing back and forth. I feel like I'm playing musical cars sometimes, and I don't get to get to watch the races just a whole lot, but um, I enjoy it. I really do. It's it's hectic, and I, I couldn't do it with all my guys and my dad and Josh, of course. So shout out to them and everything they, they go through every week, changing tires and loading and unloading uh, cars and coolers and all that. But um, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I think uh, the sportsman definitely challenges me. Um, as you all have seen, I haven't performed just as well in that as what we'd hoped. Um, but we're still kind of making changes and um, hopefully moving in the right direction with that with that machine. So just I think seat time is a big thing no matter what you're in. Uh, that just I preach that and preach that to, to the girls at the track, you know, that they ask me what, what they can do to get better. And I say seat time because that's what dad just um, pounded in my head, it seemed like, for years and years and, and still does. So I think that's a big big part of it um, I'm most comfortable of course in my Ford and my front wheel drive just because I've been in those those cars the longest um, I'm more comfortable I'm, I'm confident in those in those cars so I think it's good to switch back and forth and have um, that difference in in handling and being able um, to tell dad what I need and I think it just makes you a better racer if you're able to to jump back and forth and I'm just real glad I have the opportunity to do that and um like I said, just just really happy with with everything so far, and um, like I said, hopefully we can make some changes to this sportsman here and get it get it rolling like the other cars. So it leads me to my next question: What is your goal for the rest of the 2022 season in each division? What would you like to see at y- your accomplishments here going forward? I think the sportsman. Um, I think we finished fifth last year in points, and another top five would be great. Uh, we did not win any features last year, and I think that's definitely a goal this year. We came what I felt like was a decent car here a couple weeks ago and had some engine issues. Um, 
I'm not sure if I would have been able to hold off Marcus and Dave. They were they were both fast that night. But I think a top five would be very uh, successful in that division and maybe a win or two before the end of the year. Um, of course, I want I want championships in the front wheel drive and and forward. I mean that's that's uh whatever what everybody's out there racing for. So I think we have a a good chance or a decent I have a decent opportunity to be able to do that. It's just just a matter if the stars will align for us and um, like I said, a couple wins in the front wheel drive already and um, just really hoping maybe I can pick up a forward forward win or two. Um, but just really to have fun. I that sounds kind of cliche a little bit but we get caught up in point racing all the time and we have for the last few years you know being at the track every night and kind of the hustle and bustle of everything and I feel like we uh, don't take the time you know to enjoy one another um, off and on so I think that's a big big part of it so really just to just to hang out with everybody and and uh, have a good time and like I said hopefully also have a successful year on top of that now let's kind of zoom in on the front wheel drive machine you compete in harold adams race eight program uh, on the front wheel drive side of it you clinched the title in 2021 and then of course opening day and the last race out you picked up the win uh, from the race eight series the front wheel drive car really to me you're in your element in that machine describe that series and your success with the front wheel drive machine yeah, shout out to Hawk, really. I mean, for, for keeping that division running. And and Dad, too, he, he came on board this year um, to put up some money so we could have a point points fund. And um, just shout out to both of them and any, anybody else that's on the hoodies and T-shirts that makes that, that division work and, and run, really. Um, I know we always have a lot of cars whenever, you know, we, we show up to the track every weekend in that, in that class. So um, I think the guys really enjoy that, that – um, open class and enjoy being able to do do whatever you know kind of run run what you brung kind of thing um i think the uh the tires i know were an issue this year with us not being on racing tires uh, but i think for the most part everybody's found a tire that they're halfway comfortable with and um maybe not all have but i think that was the best decision in hawks you know hawk hawks position you know he was just limited on on the racing tire and being able to to get um, a large large amount of them, um, I definitely think that the front wheel drive. I am in my comfortable, you know, most comfortable car I've you know ever been in. Um, there definitely ranks with one of them. But we made some changes over the winter time, and I, which I feel like definitely helped us out. We were strong and um, consistent last year. Brandon Dalton came out last year and raced with us, and I felt like we just had a hard time beating him all the time. And I felt like if I could have beat him, then I would have felt like we really did something. And um, we made some changes over the winter time. Really, um, I think hit a spot, hit a spot with that car, and, and Dad really did did some work on it. And then I kind of tried to clean up my driving a little bit too. So I think it was on both both parts and. Um, just us kind of working together as a team and being able to get that car to car to go this year. So now on the 16th at Sportsman Speedway, let's talk about the Sportsman car. You were leading the race. Uh, then we saw heavy smoke out of the side of your car while leading the event. Can you tell the fans or whatnot what the issue was there? Yeah, we had some engine troubles. Um, we uh, believe dropped a valve in that in that engine and uh, that's really our backup 
backup motor. So we pulled it that Sunday night. Uh, me and, and me and Josh and my dad did. So hopefully our other engine will be back up and running um, and we'll have that thing swapped out. And that new one dropped in there. It kind of happened. We had a week off in between. So it kind of, if it was going to happen, it happened at a somewhat good time not really a good time for for that to happen at all but as far as timing i think that was um the best time i guess for it to happen it allowed us to pull that motor and get our other engine back and then be able to put that one back in the car so and also it gives us a week in between um off the top of my head i think there's a week in between um the triple 25s that are coming up here so that'll give us a you know, a week to, to get that engine back up and running and make sure everything's going to be okay with that for that big night because um, that's going to be a lot of laps we're going to be running that night. So tough luck for us. Uh, like I said, we'll be back, but um, definitely, definitely stinks for us. So now let's talk about, of course, the great fans at the track. Uh, you are one of the most popular competitors on the track. It's no secret you obviously are a female. But the good thing about that is that you're a successful one at that. Um, how does that make you feel when kids and fans come up to you and, and tell you that you are one of their favorites or we do these meet and greets on the track? Um, because, you know, you see all the Jamie Beerman shirts out there. That's got to make you feel good and all these kids that aspire to be a racer one day possibly. Yeah, I think a lot of of, uh, of the kids and the fans. I mean, everybody. It's funny. I never never thought I have this many fans and um, people that look up to me, and um, it, it's great. I I uh, I think a lot of you know of all the little kids and all that. I know they enjoy coming out every weekend to the track and all the all the people that I talk to, growing ups, kids. You know, signing autographs. I uh, I actually missed the the meet and greet here a few weeks ago because I had a prior family commitment and I really hated to miss that um, just because I know that's such a big night for for kids to come up and meet the drivers and sign autographs and take pictures so I'm hoping to be at the next one for sure um, but I just never thought it would be um, I never thought like I said I'd have have that many fans wearing my shirts you know I see guys and girls around the track uh, I see people in stores off and on I, I went to Walmart one time and the cashier checked me out had my shirt on and uh, it was funny. She didn't know it was me. She said, uh, <laughs> I said, I like your shirt. She said, thanks. And I said, I'm Jamie. And uh, she, she didn't know. She'd never seen me with a helmet a helmet off. And uh, I think I probably had my hair down that day. So really nobody recognized me then for sure. But um, it's just cool. I, I think it's I think it's neat that, that people uh, look up to me. I, I really appreciated everybody. Um, I know everybody's been asking about t-shirts and if I have new shirts and we are somewhat in the works of making some new shirts the guy that we used in the past is just so far out right now so we're trying to get something else going um, but I know you guys are just itching for some t-shirts it's been a few years since we've made any so I will keep you all posted on that uh, I'll have somebody post on my Facebook page or racing page or I'll jump on there keep you guys updated but hopefully we'll have some of those soon and we'll be able to be able to get those those out to you guys now before we give you a chance before we wrap up to thank your sponsors i'll ask both of you this question what are your goals going forward um back on the track possibly more tracks different cars what what are your goals going forward here in 2022 and abroad yeah i think i just kind of going back to what i said earlier um just having fun and, and enjoying racing um i'm 
obviously not going to be racing forever. So I, I just want to enjoy every every chance I get and all the memories that I've made. Um, I just I think those those are things you never be able to to get back or you know to can't appreciate them enough and uh, and all my guys um, that like I said make that possible and Josh and Dad my mom all my siblings I mean they've given up a lot here the last I mean nine or ten years really um, just everything they've given up really and uh, they've given up a lot they've put a lot of time into my race cars and you know supporting me coming out every weekend working on them pulling motors you know the list goes on and on so I, I mean I really think that without them I wouldn't be be where I'm at for sure and just I mean obviously a championship or two are is in our sights but I mean at the end of the day we've we've won seven championships I, I can't ask for for any more like I said I never really thought I would win one let alone seven so um I really I just um like I said kind of surprised that we've came as far as we did and uh really fortunate to be able to be running all three divisions and um like I said racing every weekend and just having the support I do um I would have to say maybe giving uh Jamie a little bit of a run for her money that is one of my goals for uh maybe 2023 um I mean I know it takes a lot of seat time and you know, getting comfortable with a car and things like that. So, um, I hope to be back out there racing with, um, her this year, hopefully, um, as long as school is going well, cause that's my main focus right now. So that is my top goal is to finish school by uh, 2024. So hopefully we can get that done and hopefully, um, I can, Put a couple championships under my belt as well. I only have the one, and I never thought in a million years I would even have one. So I hope to definitely get a couple more and continue to grow in racing. Maybe even venture off into some dirt again eventually. That's that's what I really love. So, but I gotta thank Joe and the family. They're they are so amazing. They have really taken me under their wings and just really treated me like I was his own daughter so yeah I hope to see you guys out there this year now of course I always preach that sponsors are a huge part of racing and you know nobody could be out there without sponsors so I'm going to let you have it and uh, tell me who you would like to thank on all 367 machines yeah hopefully I don't forget anybody Um, these cars wouldn't run without without these people uh, of course, Dad, MBE, uh, Fast Track Trucking, ICA Dumpsters. Joey Johnson uh, does all my body work and, and a lot of other things um, each and every weekend. We we kept him pretty busy here this this winter time, so really grateful for him. Southern Indiana Barnes jumped on board with us last year, and uh, they are on all three cars, so shout out to them. Uh, Teresa Loftus at Gas and Stuff um, at the Georgetown Exit. They have the best food around, so check them out. Steve Bush kind of jumped on with us last year with his campaign for sheriff. Um, so hopefully good luck to him and everybody vote Steve Bush for, for sheriff. And Cato uh, Concrete, my Uncle BJ and Lynn have been on, on with us for, I don't know, from the get-go really. Uh, my father-in-law, Voyner's Auto Air, um, Tim Harbin and all their crew. Mac Tools also jumped on with us last year. Eugene Mann, 
So shout out to him. And I'm sure I'm forgetting people, but uh, Wheelers for sure is on my Ford and World's Carbs. And I'm trying to rack my brain of who else the heck I'm forgetting. Um, but just like I said, shout out to all of them, all the sponsors, people that have, have supported me and, and given me money over the years. Um, like I said, time and time again, they they wouldn't go around without these guys and my dad and Josh and my mom. Um, like I said, all my guys that change my tires every week and pack the coolers, unload the cars, load the cars, and they're just, just there, you know, for me every week. And uh, all my girlfriends and siblings and people that family that come off and on throughout the year so just really shout out to them um, I really hope I'm not forgetting anybody but uh, like I said you know who you are and um, a lot of these guys have been with me from the start so I'm uh, very fortunate to be able to do what I do every weekend and in, in multiple classes and I uh, just can't can't thank everybody enough for for getting me where I am all right, guys, and we're going to wrap it up. So I thank you both for being here today. And what would you, final thoughts, uh, what would you like to say to all your fans and supporters out there? Yeah, thank you for coming every weekend. It's been been a chilly start to the, the season as usual. It seems like the first month or two is always a struggle. I definitely underdressed here a few weeks ago. I was kicking myself in the butt for that. But uh, I know, you know, when it's – 95 degrees out in the summertime we'll all be wishing it was it was cold so just shout out to all you guys that come every weekend um i wish i could meet every one of you all or at least you know shake a hand or say hi but it's hard to do just with all the running around i do but i really do appreciate the the following and the support and um all you guys coming out every weekend Yeah, thank you guys so much for your continuous support of everything. Um, I know that I haven't really had my name out there as long as Jamie has, but I feel the love 110% whenever you guys are cheering for me. Um, and I just want to thank you guys so much. Um, without you guys, this really wouldn't even be a thing. And um, I want to thank you know all the little kids that come up to me and they always have a big smile and they think I'm Jamie at first and then they're like oh wait no you're Miranda Basham and then I have to tell them like yeah you're, you got it <laughs> so um yeah so thank you guys you guys are great continue with the support all right everyone I appreciate you guys for being on here today and that was the driver of the number 67 of the race eight front wheel drive pro oval the ICA dumpster sportsman and the affordable Ford and of course you're defending 2021 powder puff champion Miranda Basham looking for a return this summer and that was the driver of the number 67 defending champion of the affordable Ford oval and the race eight pro oval championship from race eight and also the 2021 Affordable Ford Powder Puff Champion, Miranda Basham. We appreciate them girls for coming on today. Two of the top female competitors in the area for sure. Now it's time to preview the upcoming schedule for this weekend. The last weekend, I might add, in April. Cannot believe that we are already to the end of April in the 2022 season. But a big weekend of racing this Saturday and Sunday. The Indianapolis Speedrome is back in action with a 50-lap late model figure eight, junior fast carts, adult fast carts, legends, and big wheel races return for the kids under five. So make sure you go on up there to Indianapolis Speedrome. Going to be a great night of racing. 
Sports Drum Speedway is back this Saturday night, coming off of an off weekend from Thunder over Louisville. They will see the ICA Dumpster Sportsman, the Kentuckiana Tank Wash Modified Figure 8, the Affordable Ford Oval and Figure 8, and of course added, Harold Adams Race 8 Pro Front Wheel Drive Oval will be on as well. Brownstown Speedway will be in action this Saturday night to cap off the month of April with the Indiana Late Model Series, the Pro Late Models, Super Stocks, Pure Stocks, Crown Vicks, and Hornets. It's going to be a big night at Brownstown Speedway. Paragon Speedway will have the Steel Block Sprints back in action, Super Stocks, Modifieds, Bombers, and Hornets as well. Our friends at Walton, Kentucky's Florence Speedway will be in action this Saturday night with the return of the Super Late Models, $3,000 to the winner for a regular show for them and a full racing program for the rest of the divisions. We continue on the dirt, and not too far up the road, we'll go to Lawrenceburg Speedway. They will host the Coy Auto Parts Modifieds, Kelsey Chevrolet Sprint Cars, Impact Pure Stocks, and the Bessler's You Pull and Save Hornets. And of course, if you're into drag racing, this is all about short track racing and motorsports in general. The Ohio Valley Raceway down in West Point, Kentucky is having a day full of bracket racing this Saturday. So if you're into drag racing, West Point, Kentucky is the place to be. Our friends at the Painesville Speedway in Painesville, Ohio, they're going to be opening up their night this Saturday with Autism Awareness Night. Great calls. All divisions are going to race on that card as well. A huge night of racing is happening this weekend at the Richmond Raceway in Richmond, Kentucky. They will be hosting the 5th annual Damn Yankees 50 for the Pro Late Models. $5,000 going to the winner. That is a wonderful payout for Crate Late Models. And of course, it will be an unsanctioned event, which means no series will be running that event. It will be the track's own event. So the 5th annual Damn Yankees 50. Also competing that night will be the KDRA Super Stocks, Bluegrass Ace Hardware Hornets, and the Eagle Financial Services Modifieds. Now we take a look at some of the national series running this weekend. We start off with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Car Series. They will be at Tri-City Speedway on April 29th for a 12 grand to win event. And they turn around and go to one track that I always had on my bucket list, and that's the Macon Speedway for 15000 to win. The World of Outlaws Case Construction Late Models will be at the Half Mile Bristol Motor Speedway this Friday night and Saturday. Friday night they will see a 25,000 win feature and turn around on Saturday with a another $25,000 win feature. Total $50,000 if you can win both events. The Dirt Car Super Late Models will be at Tyler County Speedway in West Virginia for five grand to win this weekend as well. Looking at the big standing in the series, NASCAR will be at the Dover Speedway in Delaware coming up this Saturday and Sunday. The Xfinity Series takes stage on Saturday and the Cup on Sunday. And race fans and drivers, if you want to know more about these tracks, I always will do this. You can go to their websites first of all, or most have the social media outlets, including the big one, Facebook. Most tracks, of course, post their postponements and, of course, their schedule for that day on all social media outlets. And that's going to wrap it up for us today, everyone. We once again would like to thank Jamie Beerman, Harbin, and Miranda Basham for coming on the show today. Also, I want to thank Dirt 2 Media's production team for their support of this podcast. And I can tell you what, be on the lookout because Monday uh, we will be talking about the next guest that will be coming out, and it's going to be a huge one. So make sure you pay attention to the Facebook page. 
Please, if you know anyone who hasn't liked the Wild Will Throwdown on Facebook, please let them know about it. We're trying to make this bigger and better as we go along. Of course, our new shirts are going to debut here soon. So if you're interested in purchasing one of those, you can get a hold of me. And always, race fans, remember, support your local racetracks. As always, I am Will Greenwell, and I will see you around the turn. <laughs>